Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at Advanced Skin and Body Solutions in downtown Bellevue area. Well, kind of outskirts of Bellevue area, I guess. Um, I'm your host, L.B. Duchess, and um, I'm here with co-host Jason Rendon. Hello. Vanessa Rio. Hello. And our special guest, Bree Seely. Hi. Jet-lagged, aren't you? I'm actually doing okay. All of my trips have been in the same time zone. Oh, well, this is good. So. <laughs> Maybe just a little tired, huh? A little tired, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Um, if you are wanting to jump into the conversation today, please feel free to call us at um, 323-843-6090. Today's show is brought to you by Advanced Skin and Body Solutions, Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery, and um, Seattle Wine Exchange. The Advanced Skin and Body is located by more closer by Factoria on Richards Road. So check them out. They've got a quite a selection here of products and uh, services. services. Yeah. Well, and Excited they're to be, learn about them, too. Yeah, they're going to be talking about um, a few of their different services, and they're actually going to be offering um, specials, their spa week specials, to our socially savvy guests until the end of the year. So it doesn't matter if you're listening to this show all the way through until the end of the year, you're going to be able to call them and say, hey, I was listening to the show, and they have these great specials. I'd like to book one, and they're going to honor it for you. So we are so spoiled. We love it. Early Merry Christmas. Yes, very early. Early Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Wait, no. Anniversary, birthday. Well, I know, but we're, getting, we're already getting gifts here. Well, we deserve gifts. We work yeah. hard. We, we always deserve <laughs> gifts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I've done a few of their different services. They do all these different kinds of facials and body wraps and lash extensions. And mm. they did this one thing where they put me in a suit. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to tell us a little bit more about that later. Um, so today we're going to be talking about socially savvy spot tips, and we're going to chat with Bree Seely. We're very excited. Um, Jason, why don't you tell us about the wine that we get to start the show off with today? It's a Waterbrooks Melange. Uh, Blanc, which is a white wine. It's got uh, notes of honey. It's easy drinking. It's not like a you know a little bit of butter on it. It's a little bit of apricots. It's really easy drinking wine. Screw top. Silver enclosure, as they say. I like that screw top. What was it Leslie Sabroco said when we worked with her on Sunday? Um, she said it to on national TV. Something about... I remember her saying that. I remember her saying your top or something is acceptable. It was hilarious. Yes. So apparently screw tops are now acceptable. Screw tops are good. Screw tops are good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. This is lovely wine. I it like it. It is very good. And Waterbrook is part of one of our sponsors from Precept Wines. Mm-hmm. So we get to indulge and play with all, all of them. Our uh, just sealed the deal today. Um, they both, uh, Chocolate Shop and House Wine, are going to be our signature sponsors. Oh, nice. So at any of our events, we're going to be having uh, a little bit of their wine and spoiling our listeners. So. Yummy. Special, special treats. Well, we did, like I was saying, some of the news. We got a chance to chat with Leslie Sabroco. That was an absolute blast. Up you know, at she was fun to talk to. Chateau she really Saint Michel. Was. She is absolutely she adorable. Um, she does The Thirsty Girl, mm-hmm. and she does her own TV show now, which I didn't realize like, it's local down in where she lives. Yes. Um, but we just I finally got the show edited, so that's up and running. So everybody should yeah, give that one a listen. listen to. That it's was really funny. fun. We were hosted over at Chateau Saint Michel. Fabulous venue. Beautiful. It is beautiful. And they have some amazing, amazing wine. Not to mention being, you know, the beginning of all wine tasting. Yes. Have you seen their, their, they got the new, their new Colsolar room, all glass walls? Yes, it's a, it's a mini boutique within the winery. 
Very good. I haven't had a chance to drink their wines yet. But no? Oh, you should have some. I would have to bring some in. I was busy getting the show. I felt bad. Well, we have our lovely Leslie, or not Leslie, <laughs> I'm crossing my girls here, Bree Feely with us. And um, so tell everybody, we've been talking about you and all excited. You're one of the designers from the area, and you've been featured in a lot of different events going on. Uh, but tell us a little bit about your history and where you started and, and all this fabulous stuff that's going on with you right now. So I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in a small town in southern Minnesota and then went to college in North Dakota, made my way over to Italy for a year uh, in my undergrad, and then went back to Italy to do my master's degree. Ended up in the Pacific Northwest after that, thinking I wanted to do costume design. I had applied all over the country, and I was hired by a theater in Olympia, Washington, and ended up here on a whim for a temporary three-month period of time, and six and a half years later, I'm still here. Nice. Yay! That is awesome. So I uh, started up my brand down there after I decided that costume design was not my life path and have just been consistently building my brand over the past six and a half years. And Very nice. Here I am. Hard work pays off. Yes. yes they they uh, ran an article in Inter, uh, Entertainment Weekly this last week about costume designers You know, and how much work goes into not just one costume, like the entire crew and backups of the backup just to make sure. It's a hard occupation. It's a lot of um, thankless hours and very, very little pay on a really tight budget. Yeah. And it just—I did it in college, and then the reality of costume design in the real world is much different. I'm going to say the costumes of, when they're done. Yeah, it's 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 very rewarding, but trying to do what you do on the tight budget that you have in the real world versus what happens to the costumes when they're done? Do they get thrown oh, away or do you um, keep yeah, them? Yeah, most places have like a stock, like an entire room or floor. That's got to be cool. It's really fun. I've raided a few costume cool. areas before and stolen a few. So you a costume with Halloween. Could you imagine just having to open the warehouse like, I want that. I've done that before. It's pretty <laughs> fun. There's usually a lot of like intermixed, you know, vintage and really, I got a really, stole a really cool uh, rabbit fur coat. It's all patchworked, and it was, it's very much from the 70s. Now, when you did your costumes, do you uh, source out like the little... Uh, accoutrements, you know, the little buttons and pins. Do you go shopping for that, like adventure stores or? Most places have, depending on how long they've been around the theaters. Most places have a back stock, so they'll have oh, nice. like a wall of buttons and a wall of fabric, and so usually you just, you know, because your budgets are so tight, you just go through what's already there, or you go through and you pull off stuff from other costumes. And that's fantastic. So wow. It was fun. It was just I needed a little, little bit more flexibility and. So tell us a little bit about the designs and the styles that you like to create, especially, you know, I mean, you've got experience now from living in so many different places, kind of how you pulled that together. I ended up kind of just doing my thing and not really understanding what I was doing, and I really clarified it in the past few years. And really who I design for is really empowered feminine women. I'm all about, you know, the female form. I I prefer to work with models when I do that are really healthy looking and, and beautiful you know, I, I want I want to design for real women. So curvy girls in some cases. Kind, kind of. I mean, any anyone that's healthy is the same. Yeah. Like I don't I don't. I'm very conscious about not choosing models that are stick thin or, or unhealthy looking. Or you know, I've been known to feed my models pizza and donuts before. So. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, even if they're thin, they're healthy, or you know, they're willing to, you know. So. Yeah. But uh, I I really design things that that can be taken from the runway and literally translated into everyday life. When I did my show in L.A. on Thursday, 
one of the girls came off stage and I literally took the shirt off of her that she was wearing and I put it on. Oh my gosh! I wore it for the rest of the night. So. Ooh, very cool. That's nice to hear. Just a lot of times you see fashion shows, you know, like you're trying to think, or if I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to buy it for V, it's like, where will I wear that? You know. And that stuff is fun to design. Don't get me wrong; I love doing that. Right. But I have closets full of that kind of stuff that what I yeah don't like have you, anything. You've to got do to wait to a for a very special or another fashion we, show ten years. Yeah. No. I think yeah. we've all got that. Just something that you got sitting in the closet. What's that for? Oh, that's a Prince Charlie jacket. When do you wear that? Only when you go to a tattoo, which is a Scottish pipe band march. Other than that, you don't wear it anywhere else. Yeah. I just learned more in that seven seconds. <laughs> That is so funny. Yeah, and one of the things that I think is really empowering about that is that, you know, especially in the Seattle area where women, the technical companies that we work for, all the technology companies, a lot of them are in this, like, black and gray and scarf and kind of hidden. Um, And so it's nice to see that you're wanting to create something that creates femininity, especially for my single women that I work with. We're always talking about being feminine versus coming across masculine. And one of the first ways to be feminine is what you put on. And being able to feel that confidence, something that hugs the waistline or the hip line or being able to accent shoulders or your neckline and understanding those little bits of dynamics make a huge difference in attracting somebody and getting approached by men and being able to have that fashion style to that. My current collection is actually really good with that. It's very soft, lots of flowing. Yeah. It's all natural waistlines and then the kind of diagonal. So it shows off the clavicle on the neck. Yes, which is huge. Men, I mean, you could just do a swift of the hair and show a little bit of the neck, and they're like, whoa, (laughs) what's going on? You know, and so to have that fashion style in that is fantastic. I know a lot of guys like that. You know, it's not what you see that's important. Everybody knows what something looks like naked, but it's what you're like, I I think I can see something. I'm not certain, you know, and and that's the thing. It's the art. It's the art. It's true. Well, that's kind of, I feel like, you know, being a little bit more modest is almost sexier than having to show off everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. I, um, you know, I like to do a good mix. A lot of, even my floor length skirts, they're sheer and they're see-through, but I will do like a shorter lining so you can still see the legs. It gives you not, that peekaboo. Yeah, it's yeah. not quite as, you know, obvious or revealing. Being it. downtown, you see that a lot. You see the guys that walk there and they'll kind of like, you know, look and then, just to have to take the a double, second take, just to make take. sure it's like, oh, no, no, she's a skirt, skirt. Yeah. You know, it's sad to say that, but you see that all the time downtown, especially on a, on our lovely Indian summers that we have here. You see the guys are all do to do and they do, ooh. And girls, too. I've seen them both, you know. Yeah, well, well I think you'd see a woman ever dress up in Seattle. It's worth a second look. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I do wow. have to say I get a lot of those. <laughs> tend to dress a little bit nicer than uh, usually the occasion calls for in yes. this area. Which is good. It is Makeup good. and dressing up are good things, ladies. <laughs> well, and I think I think one of the things a lot of people forget, especially, you know, when you get past the dating thing and maybe you're married and you have kids, you get caught up in that whole, I've got my children, I'm running around doing all this kind of stuff. You forget how good it makes you feel. It's got yes. nothing to do with anybody else, but how you're presenting yourself and yes. how you feel in you know, those that matching underwear with that really beautiful blouse and, and maybe a really nice cut of jeans. It doesn't have to be anything overly fancy, but just that complete when look or that complete good, feel. feel good. I yeah, mean, well, exactly. Well, you radiate the fact, I mean, it's not just you feeling good. People can see, see it, you yes. feel good without you saying a word. And it gives you confidence. It gives so many different things. You know, and a lot of people do, do not know what to go and try on that feels good. You know, yes. so I know yeah. a lot of people, they're just clueless on that whole space. So it's good to say, hey, listen, you know, go check out Bree Seely's line yeah. and uh, and try it on. Look at yourself, feel it, and, and also know that if you are wearing something more feminine, with the difference you might feel in an environment, 
environment around single men or around the oh, opportunity, yeah. even at a networking event, where you seem more approachable because you're not as covered up, you know, in that it's, whole space. It starts from, you know, we're here to say uh, skin and body, but it starts from the skin and body. You know, I'm a guy, and I do use moisturizer on my face. I use that. I know he went to, he came to my, my advanced, my, yeah. uh, what, the Art of, of Shaving event. The Art of Shaving event was excellent, you know, and I always tell guys, single guys who are friends with that if they want to impress a girl, once they get to know them and they're with them, it says, if you're going to go to like Nordstrom's or Victoria's, he goes, help them with their, you know, purchases. Don't cheat, you know, don't, ch- um, don't be cheap. Yeah. In other words, you know, when you buy clothing, buy something that fits well and it wears well because you do feel better. How big is your line? My current collection is about 10 full looks, so that's a combination of, you know, a few jackets, a few blouses, a few skirts, a few dresses, different things like that. Awesome. What are the sizes that usually, I mean, right now I'm a little bit more limited. I'm currently doing small, medium, and large. Okay. Um, In the subsequent seasons, I plan to expand then into extra small and extra large, Um, but for now I'm I'm a one-woman show, so I keep it as manageable as I can. Nice. And we want to see you out there, so... Keep managing away. <laughs> yeah. Which is some good news to talk about later. Yes, actually. Well, Should we hold out? Well, let's first have you tell us about what has happened. Okay. You went off to Phoenix yes. for Fashion Week. Yes. And I'll be damned if you didn't just take the whole bloody show. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was amazing. And, and there were so many of us who were watching from Facebook and voting for you and, and rooting you. for you. Um, it was so awesome to see you take it. So tell us, like, what all was going on with that Fashion Week and and uh, how it all came about for you. So I met the executive director in Las Vegas in February, and he he encouraged he and I had a really you know kind of in depth conversation about what I was looking for from a Fashion Week and what they could provide. And basically, they provided a huge boot camp. So I would I applied, wow. got accepted, and then in three months they basically taught. The 12 of us designers that got accepted, everything about running a fashion business, from social media to marketing to writing a business plan, doing an operating budget, doing, I mean, it was, we had bi-weekly phone conferences, we had bi-weekly homework, we got graded on everything we did, I had to fly into Phoenix on three separate occasions, I mean, it was a really intense process. Wow. Um, So we... They kind of put us through the ringer to see. Which is great. People should know that the business dynamics before starting a business and being a part of that. And it was like the quickest, you know, I've had my business for a while and I learned stuff that I hadn't learned in five years in a course of three months. Wow. It was was so intense. So then the culmination was that each of us showed our collections at Fashion Week, which happened the beginning of October. And I showed mine on Saturday night, and the winner was crowned that night. So we all got called up to stage. And, uh, That's impressive. And, you know, they, they told us there was a three-way tie just based on the ratings and the homework assignments. Uh-huh. And so it was me and a denim brand and then a convertible wear brand. And uh, and then they announced that I had won, which was really Woo-hoo! fun. For the runway. Oh, that is exciting. so fabulous. My parents were there. Two of my girlfriends uh-huh. from Olympia were there. And it was just – it was – a great night, and then the whirlwind started. Very and then nice. you've been now. Where have you been? So since then, like so, after I got off stage that night, then I had to go into the press area and I did ten interviews, and then the after party, and then my parents and I went to Sedona, Arizona for three. I days. love Sedona. It was Same like here. my respite, like my okay, I'm gonna decompress. Where did you guys stay? The King's Ransom mm-hmm. Inn or something yeah. like yeah, that. We weren't good. there much because yeah. we were out and. 
But and then so came, holistic. It was amazing. Yeah. And then I came back to Olympia for three days, and then I flew into L.A. And I was in L.A. for a week. I had six nights worth of fashion events in L.A. And then wow. I showed on Thursday. I showed on Thursday. Well, I wanted to make an appearance at all the events just to it's be important. seen. Yeah. And I wore my designs. Well, so they could relate the designs to you because so much of the personality comes through you. Yeah. And then it just gives them more to remember you by. Yeah. And there were PR people and press and media and stuff that I met. And consistently, you know, they saw me every night, and then they remembered who I was, and so I made some really good connections. And then I showed my line on Thursday, and it was about 20 minutes before my collection went on stage in LA that I got a phone call with some really good news. And starting in April of 2013, you will be able to purchase Bree Seely's collection on Zappos.com. Oh my God, that is so cool! So you are not just a new designer; you are an established designer. Apparently. That is so fabulous, yeah. hon. I had like a total freak out moment. I totally lost it, was bawling on the phone because the executive director of Phoenix Fashion Week called me to tell me. Oh, my God. He called me on purpose, right, knowing that I was showing at 4 o'clock. Oh. So, luckily, two of my model's parents were standing right next to me, and they're like, are you okay? You're acting like someone died. Like, I was, like, sobbing violently. Oh, my God. And I was like, no, 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 I just got some really good news. More like a like, birth. And they're like, you don't look like you got some really good news. <laughs> so they were there. They hugged me, and then they're like, where are your parents? Are your parents here? Can we go get them for you? So it was good. And then I ran backstage, got my makeup t- touched up, took the runway, and, yeah. Took it by storm. Yep. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, and I love that, just the success of all of that. For other people that are listening, how long have you been doing your line? It's been about six years since I started it. And granted, I started with with only individual pieces, only, you know, individual customers, one of a kind, things like that. So. So anybody, any designers who are maybe just getting started or have been through their first year or two, what advice would you give them? What would you say that would help, you think, helped inspire you to just keep pushing through all of it. It's not an overnight thing. And the other thing you have to remember about the fashion industry is that it's a 24-7 job. If you're not willing to put in 24 hours a day, seven days a week for, you know, five years or more, you might as well quit now. And it's kind of a bleak way to look at it, but it's the reality. You know, I mean, I've... But you had to get out there socializing all the time so that people oh, would get to know you and meet I you and wonder about yourself. Networked like crazy. I've grown my social media like crazy. I mean, my Facebook page is at over, I think I'm close to 1,400 fans now just from word of mouth. That's awesome. Nice. I mean, I've, I've busted butt for the past five years to be where I'm at right now. On top of having a full-time job, volunteering with several nonprofits, you know, being a single woman, I mean, all... You know, all that. Uh, you, you've taken a lot of the recipes from a lot of the uh, business coaches that are out there. Gary Vanderchuk and Crush It, uh, um, the guy who wrote uh, The Purple Cow. It's and something we've also talked about. Other people who are in business, you have to do it 24-7. You have to push yourself. You have to do it. You know, even, you know, us, you know, I personally sometimes it's like, oh, I don't want to work on this, you know, and I have to, you know, I'm going to me a little bit. I think that's a, you know, it shows, your story shows that you have to do that and you will succeed if you do push, you know, if you do plant seeds. I was definitely, I mean, literally 10 months ago, I was ready to quit. I called my parents in tears right before Christmas last year and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Wow. Well, I, I think that's a really bi- a big thing to say to people because when you feel like you want to quit, that's when you have to suck it up that one more time and get up and wipe the tears away and just keep pushing and you know, there's that story about the runners. You know, how many times are you going to fall down before you cross that finish line? However many times it takes before I cross that finish line. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, luckily, I mean, my family's so supportive that my parents were immediately like, what can we do to support you and how can we help you through this? Because it's been very clear for since I was little that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So, um, you know, thankfully, I have people to support me and get me through the hard times yeah. and now reach the heights that I'm at now. Which is fantastic. And one of the big advocates that I always do, especially as I work with so many singles in my dating company, is a community. And, you know, there's going to be times you want to give up. You're alone, especially singles when it comes to their their career, their their health, you know, reaching out to communities. And when you don't have anybody, you just moved here or you're, in, you know, trying to create and establish yourself, being alone lot. is a big deal. It's a lot. You know, and so, I live alone and I work alone and, yeah. you know, I, I do lead a very lonely life. Um, but, yeah, having my girlfriends and having my family yes. and having... The How people in my that life is. that really, truly are my cheerleaders, just mm. constantly behind me, just pushing me one That's more good. step forward. That's so. good to know. So I see you have a tattoo of a it says shine. What does that represent? That I got about two years ago, and it's just a reminder to myself, because you might not believe it, but I'm an introvert by nature. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many of my favorite people, that's the first thing out of the mouth. I'm like, there's just no way. <laughs> Actually, I, the owner here of the of the spa, she considers herself an introvert, and she makes me, I, she cracks me up all the time, Jennifer. She's like, I never go out, and when she does go out, she's like, you look at her, and you're like, there's no way. It's the same thing with you. you know? I'm an immensely social person that really prefers to just be at home, be at home. with my cats. <laughs> Wow. So this I got, it's on my palm, and I got it just kind of as a reminder that, you know, I'm I'm not here to play small. And if I if I mm. wanted, if I if I did play small, my business wouldn't be at where I'm at right now. Yeah. So good inspiration for some uh, listeners who are designers. You know. Yeah. Actually, actually, for listeners who are any who any or a striker, yeah. anything, yeah. anything. I actually have another tattoo too that's on my rib cage, and it's a um, sewing needle. And then it, the thread that's looped through it loops into the word faith. And so oh, I, I love that. that. So I got nice. that one in May to kind of help push me through my, my hard time of, you know, really wanting to quit. And, and look so. at where you're at, just showing the perseverance and consistency when you want to give up. That's so awesome. What a testimony in just that whole business side of things oh, in yeah. life. Being a business owner is rough. It is to anything, anything, a relationship, yeah. a business, yeah. anything is a lot of work, but it is, it's a labor, just like that, you know, having children is a labor, and labor of love, it is, <laughs> and you just have to embrace it, and run with it, and if that's the way you're geared, then you don't let it up, don't, don't leave it behind. Yeah, I mean, as, as much as I say that it's difficult, I don't know, you know, I, I get done with my day job and around two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm like, what do, what do people do that don't? Yeah, yeah, have drive. Yeah, like, I'm like, I don't know what I'd do with myself if I just didn't have stuff. Well, you do. It's funny you say that because we do the same thing. I, you know, I, by day I work in IT and by night I sell wine. And we watch Facebook and everybody's. We, I don't know how many times you get invites, invite, invite, invite. And you're like, I can't go. Yeah. I went out last night. <laughs> I yeah. can't go. You know, it's and then like you think about it, it's like, what are these guys doing? Oh, right, they're going to their regular job, they're in college or what have you. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's some statistics that are really shocking. One of them is the um, average American watches seven hours of TV a day. Wow. See, I don't own a television. Yeah, I don't have cable. 
We didn't have cable when we were raising our boys for 11 years, so they didn't see regular TV. You know, we watched movies and stuff like that. But when you take just that one thing and, and displace it, it's amazing the difference. How much extra time you have? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know that if I if I turn the TV off when we're sitting at the table working on stuff, I get a lot more stuff done versus the TV's on. You're like turning your head, watching yeah, it. You're and like, next thing you know, 20 minutes went by, and you're like, oh, fudge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally, totally agree with that. Okay, well, let's chat a little bit, and we would love to hear your opinions on these. We're going to chat a little bit about spa um, spa tips, being the savvy spa-er. You know, with the holidays coming up, uh, everybody gets stressed out. People are looking for ways to relax themselves. They're looking for ways to maintain their health. Um, I think there's a lot of misconception with people who are going to spa. Oh, it's all about pampering. No, it's a lot about maintenance and taking care of your body. You've got it for however many decades. Take good care of it. Um, just saying, you can either be a grape or a raisin. I, that's all I'm going to say. Grape or raisin. That's a good one. Oh, I've used it forever. <laughs> grape or raisin. Me, I'm going for the grape. So uh, we're here at Advanced Skin and Body Solutions. And in just a little bit, we're going to have them joining, telling, uh, we're going to chat a little bit about some uh just some things to think about when you're at a spa, but uh, we always like to chat and start off with our socially savvy hints. And so my socially savvy hint when you're looking at, at coming to a spa or booking appointments is book your appointments two to three weeks from when you need them. Yep. Um, uh, way, way too often people wait and they get this misguided thought process that lack of organization on their part constitutes an emergency on the spa's part or anybody yes. else who they're booking an appointment with. Um, they get rude and snarky, and you know what? Bottom line, if you don't have your act together, don't expect them to placate. Oh, are you sure you can't squeeze me in? I have a story. I had um, uh, I work in retail, and I think I've mentioned it before, but I won't go into too much detail. Uh, for a worker, a friend of mine got a call, and they wanted to have a service done, and uh, they said, "Okay, well, when were you thinking?" They said, "Tomorrow." I'm so sorry, we're we're completely booked. Well, don't you have anything? Can't you squeeze me in? And they're like, no, I'm I'm booked, you know, straight through, and I've got all these appointments, and then you know, I've got. Um, I think she made the mistake of saying that she had a lunch. She goes, oh, well, well, can't you just book and squeeze me in during your lunch? And I looked at my associate and I go, did you just tell them, oh, what I'm not supposed to eat? I think there's this this foregone conclusion that everybody in the service industry just automatically owes you their time. And we need to start being more considerate. We need to start being more um, Definitely. thought, um, appreciative of the energies and the time when somebody is doing service for you. Yeah, definitely. I think as a guy, I have gone to spas. I, you know, I do feel makes your body good. I guess for a hint for me was, is, you know, when you do plan two weeks ahead, plan another hour ahead of time for your spa. Go take a hot shower. Oh, that's slow a good one. down. That's a good one. when you go to a spa, it's like, you know, uh, wherever you're at, whether it's Mexico or it's, you know, down, you know, wherever, when you get your massage or your facial or whatever, slow down, take a deep breath, enjoy what's going on, and really soak in the energy that you're getting back. See, I totally need to work on everything. that. I need to work on that. You know, now you're back to yourself. Okay, just relax. Just like, I usually down. come in, Jen will tell you, I usually come in hot. I'm like screaming around the corner, I'm here. <laughs> No, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. What about you? Any any hints for... You know, one of the first times I got a spa treatment, I talked the whole time. Oh, good Lord. You did not. Yeah, uh-huh. because I was like, just listening, like, how's your day? Oh, how long you been doing this? Like, just really getting into this space of getting to know the person who was taking care of me. You. I know, which is like... <laughs> 
That is and so the, indicative an hour of you. Went by and I was like, okay, Were I just you spent an hour talking to my masseuse and I feel drained. Yes. So my advice is let that person do what they're, you know, came to do. Spend the first five minutes of maybe getting to know them. And then I'm, and now I do say, I'm just going to be completely quiet because I'm going to take this time just to connect with myself and make sure you don't go too hard. I mean, I'll give them like my 411 so I don't have to go and, you know, asking so many questions throughout the don't, don't have yeah yeah is this too hard is this too light fine, what do they call you that know? you don't have to use a safety word no yeah, <laughs> yeah. i've learned that learned that side of things that's a good one yeah. i like that what about you brie i found that um a lot of people get really weird about like if the massage therapist is talking to you not telling them what you need yeah and so my recommendation would be you know I've, I've heard of a few people that are like oh i'm never going back to them they talk the whole time and i'll say well did you ask them to stop and called like, communication well no yeah. i'm like they can't read your mind the massage therapist is not going to be offended if you ask them to give you some quiet so just really yeah. communicating saying them. to them like I really enjoy this time and yeah. I want to make sure that I can focus and just meditate while you're giving me a massage so you know I'm going to I'm going to be quiet and it's nice to me and we'll you know talk after we're done exactly and so. they're not offended by that exactly and just being really clear and honest about what because it's your experience you're paying for it just yeah. You know, being clear about what you need. I think that that is a really good point because as a society, we have a tendency um, in, it, you know, comes through very blatantly between men and women. You know, I can't read your mind because men and women are so very dynamically different on um, physiologically how we approach everything. But then just as independent individuals, there's something about our society that we just have this preconceived notion that uh, everybody should just know everything. And I mean, if this is—they're in a state of assumption. They do this in dating. In they everything, assume that the yeah. Person should do this. They assume that he should and be that way. The funniest thing. Like, oh, I cannot stand assumption. Well, and it drives me nuts because a uh, hundred years ago, you there wasn't really assumption. There were guidelines. You know, just like we've always talked. You know, why why do we have socially savvy? Because we're trying to create boundaries and guidelines so people know what to expect. There, there is no, nobody knows what to expect because nobody communicates about it anymore. No, no, their spaces are in assumption. I say now with the guidelines, it's not to be in a space of assumption, but but, but to make suggestions. Commun- yeah. Suggest. Talk about it. Like, oh, it would be really nice if you did this or if we did that. And then if that person has no clue on it, then you suggest, this is something I really do like. So now you're placing in the space of something you prefer now. Yes. And then if they're totally ignoring it, I mean, there's like <laughs> levels of suggestion. Yeah. You know? Where the hints don't necessarily work all the time. She watched the cord. Oh, he's. I love this. Jason takes such good care of us. <laughs> We're getting ready to do our second wine tasting. He's poured me this beautiful glass of red, and my cord is grazing it ever so gracefully. And he's like, no, the wine. It's my job. <laughs> I, I, I've known to spill wine both on myself and on the floor, so... Oh, I spill. I used to spill everything everywhere. I finally slowed down to the level where I don't so much, but thank yeah. you. <laughs> but we're what is read, it that we get to try? We're going to read drink the water book Melange, which is kind of like a horrible mess of various... These have got... Are you ready? Did you say a hot mess? A hot mess. Yeah, it's a mixture <laughs> or a like blend. It. I like hot mess. So that makes me smile. It's got Syrah, Sangiovese, Merlot, Cabernet, Malbec, Tempranillo, Grenache, and other red varieties. They don't even tell you. Wow. Put it all together. And that's a Waterbrook, right? How's yes. it taste? Good. Really? It's really good. It, um, it's soft. It's, yeah, I'm trying to... Um, it's I'm trying to think of what... Um, I don't find myself categorizing it, which is unusual. Yeah. 
Plum, that's, that's, like cherry that's really and chocolate. Nice. Very, very nice. Now, one of the things about spas, for those men out there who are thinking about purchasing a gift certificate, you know, we hope that you come down here and, and purchase a gift certificate from here, but do your research. Find out who they are. Go in there and find out. You know, there are a lot of, unfortunately, bad massages, bad spa treatments. Google Google them, you know, to find out what they're like. Read yeah, the reviews. Read the reviews. Especially when they're dealing with your body. One bad massage can hurt your back really oh, bad, and you yeah. don't want that. Well, and I found, too, it's really good to have chemistry with your massage therapist. I know it sounds weird, but I've been with my massage therapist for six years. and uh, They just know you. They know what makes you comfortable. She can can touch my back and know that I haven't been drinking enough water. Oh, my gosh. it's really Paddle important to be <laughs> in sync with intuitive. Yeah. It's true. My wife V's gone to her massage for two years because they know you. You know, instead of the, you know, it's funny. We have a friend who went through massage school, and he literally is like, okay, one, two, three, four, left arm, one, two, three, four, right arm, one, two, three, leg, and he gets this little routine. Whereas when you know the person, they know. Can you just work on my shoulder? Can you just work on my leg? Yeah. 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 No, I love, I love that. when things are done by intuition as well. I do too. Yeah, intuition is great. Well, that was absolutely lovely, Mr. Jason. Um, it is very delicious. So we have one of our fabulous sponsors. We're going to be handing out some of their goodies today: Pop Chips, a socially savvy favorite, delicious, all natural, healthy. That's Pop Chips. When they said it couldn't be done, they raised a snack bar. Thanks to the magic of popping, they found a way to pop all the flavor in while keeping all the fake stuff and more than half the calories out. With 10 flavors, there's something for everyone. You can find them at the grocery store near you, and they have recently added corn chips. Yes. Which I'm badgering them for, so we can get our listeners to try. (laughs) Okay, so we've had our guest speaker, and I know that our spa gal is going to be coming out here in just a few minutes. It is now going to be our Jennifer, our our other introvert. I love this. (laughs) <laughs> yes. We did not plan anything. Okay, Mr. Mr. Jason or Bree, do you mind? Yes, we want yeah, to we take gotta mic. hear you on the radio. <laughs> Everybody's going, What is she talking? They can't hear her on the back. <laughs> I get I get Bree's mic. You get Bree's mic for just a few Bree minutes. Bree can always share with you, me Bree. too. Now Bree, you can be a spa owner, okay? Yay. I was gonna say I think this is very appropriate that the oh. the happy introverts <laughs> sharing a mic. Look at that, Bree, look what Jack did. <laughs> Oh, I love it. So, Jennifer Washburn, you are the owner of Advanced Skin and Body Solutions. Yes, I am. And it is this lovely little, it's in this little, I don't even know, business building here. You would not even think that when you walk in, it's going to be this, like, ugh, relaxing. So, tell us a little bit about how long you've been here and, and what you guys really specialize in. What is it you really bring to the table? We are um, kind of near Factoria. Oh, my, is that is that better right there? We're kind of near Factoria in a place off of Richards Road. People don't know we're here, so we get our businesses word of mouth and also via the Internet and Google searches and things like that. Um, we've been in this building for five, no, six years now. Wow. Um, this wow. is the second office. We moved down the hall. We were in a smaller one, and then we expanded into this office. Even though it's small, it's a lot bigger than, than what, what you had before. With. Right. Um, but nine years in business total. We were in wow. Factoria back room at first. Um, we specialize in results-oriented treatments, so not like the massage you were talking about, mm-hmm. the massage that Bree was talking about, like, oh, the massage therapist knows people. We we have more um, things that people feel... Result-focused. Yeah. You come in, you want something to happen. 
that you look different. So although it seems superficial, we have a lot of wonderful staff that um, provide therapy and sometimes the clients, you know, or help us with things too. Um, it's a really kind of like the cheers of of uh, results-oriented Medispas. I oh, think. I love that. I love that. So tell tell us a little bit about the different services that you're currently offering. I mean, the you guys were doing lash extensions when they first came out and doing a fabulous job with them. I mean, yes. I work in in Bellevue and there isn't a I can mention you and people are go, oh yeah, I know I know them. And you're like, you know them? They're like, oh yeah, I totally. It's like yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, what were you going to say? So, so you do the lash extensions. Yes. How many, you have most of your staff that has the ability to do that now. Yes. Almost every single one of the estheticians here, um, I think there's eight estheticians that do extreme eyelash extensions here. Wow. Um, we started doing them about eight, seven years ago. One of the first places, and it's evolved into a, you know, a much um, kinder industry. The extreme brand is founded by a nurse, so the products are safe for your your eyes and awesome. not irrit- irritating to most people. If they are, we try to find something that works with the um, sensitive eye glue. Um, but we do a lot of those. They're very natural looking. We specialize in the ones that are natural looking, so people shouldn't be able to tell you have them on. We don't, people do not go out looking like Kim Kardashian here. That's not the look. Wow. That's too funny. I have to say, when I was wearing them, um, I did have a lot of people, they would stop and they would look at me and they would stop and we'd be in conversation and they would finally just look at me and go, are those really your lashes? And to me, that's always the ultimate compliment because when they have to sit there and think about it and, and go, is it possible? That That's always the best. Right. And and we have women that are, you know, 70-year-olds 70 70-year-old 70 wearing them and, you know, 20-year-olds wearing them. And so it's not just for a certain age group. I think I think most of our clients are um, not wanting people to necessarily know they have them. Although there's some clients that are like, no, I want them to look fake. That's what I'm paying for. So and you oblige. We we do our best with within reason because yeah. your real lashes. What we found out over the years is that your real lashes should only have a certain uh, thickness of extension on, or else it could be damaging possibly. Okay. And, and so we do keep them to a more um, so they're not so heavy on your lash. And uh-huh. then we've had people who have had them on for seven years and their lashes are all still there. So what do you think, uh, what do you think is the biggest myth that people, fear myth that people have when it comes to lashes? Oh, they're going to be, oh, it's going to damage my lashes. It's going to make my, all, I heard they're going to make all my lashes fall out. They're going to, um, I'm going to take them off and I'm not going to have any lashes. So um, Only if you pull them out physically. You, if you pull, <laughs> if you pull them out constantly, you would eventually you will, uh, cause damage to your hair follicles. Wow. Yeah. I can only imagine. There yeah. are Hurt. people. There are people. I actually had a conversation there. It's like, oh no, I heard, and I said, only if you pull them out yourself. <laughs> or, or if they're done with a big gluey mess by somebody who doesn't isolate the individual extension for long enough, and you have a bunch connected, uh, and it goes on for a period of time, and they're too heavy, they will eventually impede the growth of your regular lash, and so. It so there happen. are good lash extension applications and bad. Right. And there's a, pe- a lot of people are getting better at it now because it's been around for a while now. That's awesome. Yeah. So what other other types of services? I know you, I've ha- uh, had the, was it, that was the body wrap when you put me in the oh, did, suit? Yeah, okay. That was the, syner- the Synergy Cellulite <laughs> Treatment. Synergy, it, it's Cellulite Treatment, but it's for toning. Cellulite. And that was the one with the vacuum. Yes, yes. It's a massage of sorts. Yes. Not the kind you guys were all talking about before, but it's a it's for a vigorous it's a vigorous, vigorous tissue result. massage for the reduction of cellulite in inches. And so that's a great treatment for it's healthy, it's not in, it's non invasive. Um we have that's how this whole business was started. Wow. With me in a back room doing those treatments and it just got bigger and grew from there. 
Wow. So we do that. We do the body wraps, which are infrared heat wrap. Um, facial. That's what I got to try next. Yeah. You. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. I, I'm a wrap girl. Um, yeah, and also the uh, the age defying facials, like our number one selling facial here. We do it's a four part theory. It's four part treatment in an hour. You get a facial toning treatment, wow. a glycolic peel, a microdermabrasion, medical grade microdermabrasion, and then an LED light photo rejuvenation treatment, all in one treatment. And during fall weeks, and for your listeners until the end of the year, it's they're those are fifty dollars. Partial sets of eyelashes are fifty dollars. Everything we have here is priced at $50 for uh, this fall week, but also specifically for your listeners. So our listeners, if they're listening to the show in in November and they hear this, they want to call what number? 425-643-5772. And say that we're, we heard on Socially Savvy and we would like a treatment, one of the $50 treatments. Yes, you have to say you, you have to mention Socially Savvy to get that. It's a special just for Socially Savvy listeners. I love this. What should one prepare when they're about ready to show up? What should they expect when you walk in the door? Um, well, if you're going to get eyelash extensions, which I don't think you are, but we have no, had a couple I'm guys. Gonna... I don't know, Jason. I think you'd look really good with lashes. You know, a nice 10 or 11, I think would be perfect. No, mine are long. I've been told mine are very long eyelashes, but other than that. Well, these are girls. thicker. Thicker? You put them I'm a bad girl. Uh, <laughs> Well, we would recommend you would take off all your eye makeup mm-hmm. before you came in, um, if you were if you had makeup on. Um, right. uh, that would be the thing for the eyelash extensions. The rest of the things, I mean, with the body wraps, I think they hydrated because the infrared heat wrap you sweat a lot. You want to you don't want to dehydrate yourself. It, it shouldn't be like you come in, you've been drinking all night, and you come in and you want to <laughs> lose weight. We like you to be hydrated and that kind of because it, it really you do sweat a lot. And then the synergy treatment is a lymphatic drainage massage, so you want to stay hydrated with that too. But because the facial, hydration oh. also helps for the after the fact with the drainage and getting the yes. fat out of the body. Well, and so the, you've gone through all this work to break it up and to get it to the point where the body can get rid of it. And if you don't have the water, which helps to flush it out of exactly. your system, you've just done it everything for nothing. Right. Do well, you, yeah. do you offer like a nutritional or advice or someone they can call if they wanted to kind of? Um, our know. estheticians are all pretty into this stuff. They all are really good, you know, counselors for all that. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the treatments we do, the the only thing that we really recommend to do to get results is drinking water because yeah. you should get results even if you do nothing else different. Although people who do the Synergy lifestyle or do everything eating right, exercising, obviously all those types of people are going to get the very best results. Right, right. It's kind of common sense, but it is an FDA approved treatment, so it has been studied by science. I mean, there is definitely backing to it. I ask that because there's a lot of times I hear people, you know, they go to the gym and I've seen them because there's a gym in the building and I've seen them work on the treadmill. They're like, yeah, I'm at the gym for an hour. I just can't seem to lose any weight, you know. Right. Always when they come in here, it's like, what advice do you have, you know, would you give them to continue? Water, water is know? the secret to almost all of it. Water, I mean, if you, to great skin, to yeah. losing weight, mm-hmm. to, yeah, to toning, to firming, water really is like this, they, 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 what do they call that, the um, water of youth, it really is. Yeah, definitely. You really, truly can't under, can't, cannot seem to emphasize that enough. Um, any other specific types of treatments that you think people would maybe not associate with you or uh, or would be curious about? Um, so we, we talked about the body treatments of the lashes. I think that um, the facials, like we kind of just briefly talked about that, but that is we have some 
I mean, we have this one called the Baby Boomer Facial. It's a vitamin A peel. They say it's like a year's worth of using Retin-A. I don't know. Wow. I don't know if you know much about Retin-A, but it helps oh, yeah. with, you know, fine lines and wrinkles and spots on your face, hyperpigmentation and that. And so if you do about three of those, you are a year's worth of using Retin-A. It's a pretty amazing treatment, but you will peel. Not scary peel. It does not hurt to peel. It's not that kind of, but you, you look like, I mean, I went to Starbucks and I thought, well, everybody's going to know I'm peeling. I mean, that's just what I'm going to do right now. Well, and one of the things I want to interject, because I think a lot of people who go and do these services, they don't realize, um, it is now it is an established fact. After you hit 25, 26, every year after that, your body literally holds on to those dead skin cells or, or that, that skin one day longer for every year that you age. So from 26 to 36, instead of your your skin turning over every 28 days, now you're at 38 days from at 36. At 46, you're at 48 days. If you're not doing anything to help the body to learn to release, that's where you get those fine lines, those those. People look at your skin, it looks more dull, or it looks like you're older than you are. These different types of services actually go in and help the skin to start releasing those dead skin cells and turn over at a more natural rate, like when you were younger, so you have that more youthful appearance. And so that's where it's actually coming into play. You're you're working against the body's natural tendency to age and getting it to act like a teenager again. Yeah. And so I think it's really important for people to realize these are not miracle cures. These are just very realistic ways of working with the body and how it is slowing down and how we're making it. We're basically saying, you know, you are going to get up out of bed and you are going to perform skin of mine. <laughs> right. And we get, I mean, phenomenal results. It's amazing how the how cumulative the results are. But, you know, some people feel instantly polished and, and like, oh, I... I look better instantly, but some people it takes a few times, and they're they're like you know people start noticing if somebody says, oh, did you have a facelift or because some of the treatments involve toning too, so you yeah. actually get a lift to your face. Plus, you get the skin treatment and just definitely a skin polishing. Oh yeah. So, quick question for you: I tend to have very pink skin, so my face gets really red really easily. Mm-hmm. Are there? I've tried a few things on the market, but are there any treatments or anything that you do to kind of get rid of the rosacea? Yes. For sure, the um, LED photo rejuvenation treatment we have, it's not a laser, it's an LED light. It's very healing, and we do it in combination with a lot of our exfoliating procedures, our chemical peels, because it helps turn, it helps uh, stimulate the ATP in the skin cells, which is the cell energy, helps the cells become healthier, so when they surface, they look better. It also helps with redness. Um, it's amazing for redness. If we see anybody that's a little red right after treatment, we hit them with the LED light, and the redness is gone nine times out of ten before they leave here. But for people with rosacea, um, we it, they really see it like a, the, the reddening just completely lessens. I mean, sometimes it's more cumulative. It's not a magic. Nothing we do is magic. More, it's a, it's know, all a practical wish, application. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, with the spot tips and, and getting people to realize that these are very practical applications. These are, are things that there has been years of scientific research and knowledge that goes on with the understanding of how the body works and understanding how the skill the skin and the tissue works to be able to um, work with it to get it to look the way we want it to instead of the way we have allowed it to because of our lack of understanding and our lack of taking care of it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you, my last question would be, what would the, the spa treatment or the facial treatment that you would suggest if somebody's getting ready to go to a red carpet and say, 
um, event, would you say they want to do something 48 hours before, 72 hours before? What what would you give to the information to that person? Um, well, if it's if they've done something with this before, I would say come in a few days before and do the age-defying facial because it has so many things in it. And then follow it up with our oxygen blast, our oxygen treatment. It's like what Madonna does. See, those and, oxygen, I've heard tons yeah. of great stuff about the oxygen. Yes. And, you know, for HDTV and all those types of things, everybody's doing the oxygen treatment because it's filling in the fine lines and wrinkles and just giving them that smooth HDTV look. You know, I can be on HD. I've had my oxygen blast now. Oh, I love it, it. Yeah, it does do that. So I actually had one before. I went on HD um, uh, camera for the Girl Power Hour, and uh, it was a, a different type, and I was amazed. It, and they do. They say 24 to 48 hours before. Mm-hmm. That first 24 hours, you look great, but that preceding 48 hours, you look even better. Yeah. So that's what I would say if you have, like, a red carpet. Um, some people call it a red carpet facial, so... I love it. Yeah, yeah. So that's nice. what I would. And then you take uh, that fluffing that top layer with a microdermabrasion, and then, the, you know, when your makeup goes on, it's perfect. Oh, I love it. And then a partial set of eyelash extensions. <laughs> Just a little bit of flair. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for Thanks taking for time to us. help thank our you. listeners understand for what here. a spy is and, and kind of dispel some of the rumors and stuff. Yeah. Thanks. Who do I give this to now? <laughs> You're like, I'm going to hand the mic over. Okay, so we're going to move on to one of my favorite parts of the show, the socially acceptable and unacceptable, because, well, blunt works best. I agree. People can't read minds, and not everybody can take a hint. So my socially acceptable blast, or not so much blast, is the, it's always been said that you're not supposed to tip an owner of a company, uh, of a services company. Um, but I say gift them. Any yep. owner will right. will appreciate um, an acknowledgement. Um, and it was ironic that we walked in and we're setting up the show, and sure enough, one of Jennifer's customers brought in this beautiful, I mean, just very simple, elegant um, dozen roses. And those are the types of things, if you're you know, adhering to the old traditions of tipping, uh, there are ways to show your appreciation to the owners of the business. Um, the second mm-hmm. thing I want to say is... Uh, if you are use, utilizing a coupon and you're working with a service-oriented person, you need to remember to tip on the full amount, not the coupon amount. Yes. So, All the time. Anybody else? Any other socially acceptable little tips that you guys can think of? Or are we going to jump right to unacceptable? No, no, no. It's socially <laughs> acceptable to ask questions about your spa. I like that, and yes. it's socially acceptable for a man to have a spa treatment, either a massage or a facial, because... Men were the first ones to get all this stuff. You were the first ones to have hosiery. You were the first one to have wigs. You were the first yep. one to have perfume and makeup. Seriously, people. And I, I'd add into that, you know, red carpet event. Guys, get a haircut two days in advance. Don't do it the day of. Because your hair needs time to calm down. Oh, that's a good relax. one. I like that. And I say it's not called a manicure for nothing. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> that's very good. I, I like, like that. that. Manicure. These are silly. Okay, Girly Girl Wines, a woman's wine company designed to serve women who are young at heart and enjoy their girly girl time in daily life. Girly Girl Wine also donates a part of its proceeds to help fund all different kinds of cancer research. So um, go check them out at www.girlygirlwine.com. They're also located in Woodenville. Yes, they are. We love their wines. Mm-hmm. Okay, unacceptable. Because blunt works. works. And it's true. It really does. <laughs> so I have a blunt one about spa treatment. This really bugs me because yes. we'll let you start then. 
Go, Jason. I, I, I do. I, I like taking care of myself, taking care of my hair, you know, skin. You know, I like the compliments I get when girls go, you know, girl actually touches you and goes. When somebody drools over you? Yeah, you know, your skin is so <laughs> soft because I take care of it. And I, that's a great compliment. But this is a pet peeve I have. When you tell somebody you go to a spa and they think wrong thoughts, that's just wrong. It, it really irks the hell out of me. It's socially unacceptable to even think of that. You know, when you tell when the guy tells you that, you just think it's wrong. That's a good one. What about you? I wanted to comment. So, if somebody if somebody tells you what now? <coughs> no, I've I, I've told other friends that I've gone and got a you know spa treatment and all that, or I'm yeah. get a massage, and they immediately think of the old 1960s. Oh, the happy ending. It's like, no, dude, that's not, that's so inappropriate. That's not socially acceptable to do that. You know, especially when people you say way too many things that are unacceptable. Yeah, so here in company, we always, we, you know, I know LB and I and Ernesto, we've always talked about what's socially acceptable during a conversation and all that. And that's one of them that you just don't go there because that's not what people do. Well, some people do, but not. <laughs> oh, the hell is it? If you're in Bangkok. Bang. Yeah, no. Yeah, in Bangkok, speed nine, I know. But. There's like people. <laughs> Grow up. Okay, <laughs> on to you. Uh, something that's socially unacceptable. Unacceptable. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead and then I'll comment okay. on yours. Okay. Socially unacceptable. It is socially unacceptable to take advantage of um, the people who are utilizing their time to provide a service for you. Yes, totally. Uh, I can't even tell you how many times people will go, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm late. I was in a business meeting. I just couldn't get away. I'm sorry. That's that's great that you couldn't get away, but don't expect them to over-accommodate because of that. Your time is not more important than theirs is. Their time is every bit as important, whether it doesn't matter what the service is. Um, don't come across with this attitude that you are better than they are and that your time is more valuable than theirs is because I'm going to tell you right now, it's not. It's funny, uh, when my parents were, uh, when I was younger, I remember my dad used to have, this is how, so they didn't have email, this is how they shared jokes. They Xeroxed the jokes, so you had these stack of papers that were like, you know, funny jokes. I have that. files of those. One of those was, I remember the most, when did your emergency become my emergency? Yeah, or you lack know? was it lack of, ac- lack of organization on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. Yes. That's a hundred percent, and I agree. With, uh, so no. I agree with that. That uh, socially um, unacceptable is you be at a spa or a massage or a wine tasting or a food tasting wherever you're at, or even you know get your clothes, and the person is feeling generous and nice, and they do a little extra to go beyond and beyond. Don't expect that the next time. Yeah, no, 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 no. Be appreciative. Yeah. yeah. You have one? Well, do you have? I don't one? think I do. I didn't prepare. I didn't know this was. Yep. What's gonna be? No, that's no. that's good. No, that's okay. So one of the things that I like to add to what you guys are saying as far as acceptable and unacceptable is that if you are late, is figure out a way to make that up so you do not continue to have that impression on the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, also, too, um, if you want to go ahead and it's better, it's always best to call that person and let them know Give you them are up. running late. Yep. I mean, you know 10 minutes before you're there that you're not going to be there in 10 minutes. Yeah. So it's good to text message and follow up with that person versus being 10 minutes past the time and going, oh, I'm I do sorry. Have a, I do have a question for the spot. Jennifer. So, Jennifer, so um, they're running late. When is generally yeah. the cutoff time where you said to say, you know, we need to reschedule. We need to reschedule. What's a good time? Well, it depends on the service. Here, we try to, if, if somebody's running 15, 20 minutes late to a 
our service. We'll give them as much as we can. We go to the very most important, like our treatments. We'll go to the things we think are the best results the quickest if it's a results treatment. Um, then there's a, we have a half-hour treatment. I've had somebody show up 25 minutes late to a half-hour wow. treatment. Oh, that and works. it's very difficult because we're like, you know, we just waited around for 25 minutes. And, and we like can't do anything else during that time because we're waiting for them. The technician is waiting well, for them. Well, and you them. probably have appointments coming up right behind them. Right. There's somebody else after that. And um, so, you know, we do our best. If it's the, it's the first time they've done that, then it's okay. But we do we do charge for people who do Don't that. Their yes, yes, because... I think yes. that's good to, for people to understand. Is that yes. They are going to charge you for the time because they have, in fact, set that time aside. And just one, one last thing. People are human. So if they're sick or there's a car accident, you know, we understand those things. Right. Okay. Love that. Thank and you. And in Thank dating, you. that's a huge, huge deal because, you know, you haven't met that person. Oh, yeah. And then here oh, you are. Oh, my battery ran out of juice. What's up? My battery ran out of juice. My cell phone was on silent and I didn't hear it. Oh, oh, yeah. Pull into any hotel and ask the concierge to borrow the damn phone. <laughs> Chief criminy. Hell, ask somebody on the street, for God's sake. They're probably going to hand their phone over to you just because they want to hear the conversation. <laughs> yep. Five-year-olds have cell phones. Oh, my word. People, can we come up with a few more excuses? Anyway, well, we want to thank our um, location sponsor, Advanced Skin and Body Solutions, for um, having us today. Uh, if you would like to check out their services, um, you can find them at www.eastsidebodyandskin.com. Yes. And again, just for those who are listening, uh, you can call anytime between now and the end of the year and let them know you're calling because you heard about them on Socially Savvy and you're going to be able to partake of their $50 services. Yay. Thank and, uh, you, we Jennifer. We're so spoiled. Oh, my gosh. I'm like so excited. I know. want to congratulate you also. Briefly, yes, Bree. for Phoenix and for Zappa and New York. Right. And I wanted to say thank you quick too. My Facebook has been blowing up. So to all my friends and family and everyone that's listening to this, thank you guys. I feel so supported and loved and mm. well you're Happy pretty to be doing what I'm doing. You're pretty amazing a pretty amazing woman. It was fun watching you. you just before you left and then, you know, watching you on Facebook and watching it finally all come together. It's like, <laughs> yes, there is justice in the world. Good things happen all the time. Well, to all our Socially Savvy listeners, we want to wish you a Socially Savvy week. Um, please don't forget to like our fan page on Facebook at Socially Savvy. Uh, we announced at the beginning of the month our winners for uh, various different contests that our sponsors are giving us products for, uh, particularly wine being the gift of choice or prize of choice. Um, we want to thank some of our other sponsors tonight, uh, DeLille Wine Cellars, Spazos, uh, Daniel's Broiler. We have... Uh, Go Girl Wines, Nordstrom Cosmetics, uh, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Cascade Ice, Kind Bars, Pop Chips, and, of course, House Wine. So everybody have yourself a fabulously socially savvy week, and we will catch you next week at Apex Live for the event show. Check that on Facebook. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.